You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. The following program contains graphic material, including offensive language. Viewer discretion is advised. Rock, rock, rock and Nicole. Yeah. Rock, rock, rock and Nicole. Rock, rock, rock and Nicole. Oh, once she grabs, she won't let go. Rock, rock, rock and Nicole. Rock, rock. None of that soft stuff. None of that heavy metal stuff. Just a little bit of jazz. What do you think? Just I like love that. it. That, that was great. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody's laughing. Big laughs out in the hall. Nation for sale or rent. As long as he gets his percent. No guarantee but cost And you will get double-crossed You'll hear two lies per sentence Then a couple more lies again He's a guy from Queens And that means king of the con All that money in his hand Destination Switzerland Old folks had best beware He'll steal their Medicare He stokes old fears in the white male heart Knowing that they're not too smart He's a guy from Queens And that means king of the con he breaks every contract every time His word's not worth one thin shiny dime And every agreement in every deal He sees his opportunity to lie and cheat and steal He's singing Nation for sale or rent As long as he gets his percent No guarantee but cost and you will get double-crossed oh, yeah. He tells two lies per sentence Then <laughs> lies a couple times again He's a guy from Queens And that means king of the con 
nation for sale or rent Long as he gets his percent No guarantee but cost And you'll get double-crossed You'll hear two lies per sentence then Couple more lies again He's a guy from Queens And that means King of the Con Don Karen and the Parody Project He's been prolific lately What can I tell you? Getting us started on a Tuesday uh, Because I felt After yesterday We needed a song We needed a sort of a cleansing moment Yesterday, if you weren't here (laughs) Good, because the gremlins were out in force. So the gremlins are gone today, knocking on wood laminate. And guess who's here? Laffy's here! Yay! If the news gives you the blues, here's the perfect place to go. It's Tuesdays with a laugh on the Nicole Sandler Show. Oh, it only took me a minute to get the right pot potted up. Hey, Laffy. Welcome back to the United States. Oh, I got to bring you up. Hi. Thank you. There you are. Hi. There, Hi. Are you, me? you look okay. American today. I Well, I would have worn <laughs> red, white, and blue, but that's such bullshit. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're home. We just got home a couple of days ago. Um, so you still consider California home because, you know. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we own a house here. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Right. That's the difference. We own here. We rent there. Yeah, I hear you. But, uh, you know, yeah. we're, but 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 when we move to Arizona, we're going to be renting and that will be yeah, home. You, this one will not right, be home. But, but that'll be your only place. Yep, right. That's right. I, yeah. I will not be so I figured, of the two homes kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, well, we've never been of the two homes. I never thought we'd ever be of the two homes. But <laughs> because we have to help our kids through getting through school again their second round um we needed a place to stay for them too so we decided we'll just rent a place for all of us mm-hmm. so that's what we did and so said, and hey, it's, snow, it's snowing there today it's snowing it, and, and in vancouver it doesn't snow a lot right yeah well it snows it's just, it's about two weeks out of the year if you um if you spread it all out like it's it's light snow today they sent a picture light snow today a couple inches maybe then it won't snow for for a week or two then it'll snow a little bit, then it'll stop, and a little rain. Then it'll snow another time. You know, so it's, it's, it really isn't that big a deal mm-hmm. at all. And it melts very quickly. Right, that's what I've heard. It doesn't stay because it's not, not that cold there. But it beats, uh, I, uh, you know, in Dallas. Did you hear what's going on in Dallas? They're having ice storms, no. and cars are skidding out on the highways. Oh, God. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, so that's scary. Yeah. But meanwhile, I'm down here in Florida, uh, yes. Looking at the temperature is 78 degrees outside, so I hope you don't mind. I made a wonderful smoothie today, and I want to start drinking it. So I'm going to tell you Ooh. all about my today's Blendjet smoothie of the day. So I have my little Blendjet okay. 2, which you can get now at a discount if you go to Blendjet.com. And you enter Nicole sent me 12 in the promo uh, slot there. What do you enter? What do you enter? Nicole sent me 12. And the reason you enter 12 is because you get a 12% discount plus free two-day shipping. So today, you know, David does all our shopping. So I said, please get me a bag of frozen blueberries and some plain 
uh, vegan yogurt, which is, you know, made from almond milk. And he said, yeah, but what, why do you want the frozen strawberries? What, don't you want fresh strawberries? And I said, frozen make better smoothies because you can use yes. less ice, right? So I put right. the, put the smooth, put the, put the, uh, blueberries in, put a dollop of yogurt, put a little bit of almond milk, put a little bit of water and some ice. And I hit my blender. I'm just giving it another shake because I did it, you know, like five minutes right before we came on the air. And uh-huh. I tasted it. It was so good. And I don't want to wait any longer. So this thing I've had now for just a couple of weeks and I love it. And here's the cool thing about it. This is the second incarnation. So it's the blend jet two. So it works better than the other one. Uh, Diane says, what happens on the third day of shipping? I don't know. I guess they give you your money back if you don't, if you don't get it for free. I, I, I don't know. But hopefully it'll be there in two days. If not, it's still free shipping, you know. So um, they even have a Facebook group where people are sharing their own smoothie recipes. Um, oh, my. And this thing is so handy. You see, it's all self-contained. It has a little plug yeah. here. And you plug it in to recharge it. So no batteries. And, and each each charge is good for about 15 blends. So um, And it charges fast to, to clean it when you're done. I mean, the whole thing comes apart. But you can just put some water and a little bit of dishwashing soap in it and run the blender. And it washes. Right. It cleans it for you. Right. Oh, so good. B in the chat room says, I love mine too. I make a smoothie yeah. every morning now. So does my husband. This thing, it's so, it's so handy. It'll even fit in the, a cup holder in your car. It, they just now, really it come in different colors. It comes I in different colors. You see, mine is like this beautiful like sort of, uh, it's not a rainbow. I don't even, I got to figure out what they call this design because I love it. It's sort of an abstract watercolor right? looking thing. But they also yeah. have, they have some branded stuff. If you're a Disney fan, they have all the Disney characters Ooh. on the Blendjet. Wow, so really? lots of choices for decor for your Blendjet. Plus they also, if you want to make a blendy uh, a smoothie for two, they have bigger attachments. This is the perfect size for one person. But if you want to make a double, they have another um, cup that you can that you can just screw on and it'll blend in that. Anyway, go to blendjet.com. Again, remember, sent by Nicole 12 in the promo square there, and you'll get free two-day shipping and 12% off your order. Uh, check it out. It's really great, and I love mine. All right, now I can enjoy my I would like a smoothie. margarita, if you wouldn't mm. mind. Um, we can do that. And on Thursdays, yeah. I mix up the Dirty Debbies in here. Mm-hmm. What's that? It's whatever you want What's it to it? be. It pretends to be a progressive, <laughs> but it isn't. So, you know, the Dirty Debbie, it's named for uh, that that congresswoman down here in, in uh, South oh, Florida. Yes, 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 she, yes. She's in Howie Klein's intro on Thursdays. So some, some days we need a stronger batch of Dirty Debbies than others. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Belle is asking, did I ever try greens like kale or spinach in my smoothies? No, I, I haven't. do that. But I hear it. it's great. I know I need to. I don't, I don't like kale, but I like spinach and actually have some spinach. Yeah, but you can cook the kale and it, and it settles mm. down the flavor a little bit, you know, and then just throw it in. This is so good. The blueberries yeah, and healthy, the yogurt. Healthy, oh healthy. my God. Okay. So, um, yeah. where to begin? Oh God. <laughs> um, Shall we, shall we, um, oh, you know what? I didn't, I didn't pull out my tweet thing today. Did I? The, the toot, tweet, toot, tweet. I, I don't know what I did with it. So yes. I, yeah, I did that a couple of weeks ago when you were here and now I can't yeah, find it. But it was such a mishmash. I it was a mishmash. I couldn't hear it. Yeah, it was too, it was too much. Wait. I tried to, I tried to do too many things in one sound clip yeah. 
and that's the danger. Yeah. You know, I always try excited. to do too much. You got once. overexcited. You got zealous. Well, we can, oh, and check this Audio out. Zeal. Oh, my God. So, you know, I've been doing the Mastodon thing, but I still mostly tweet. And, <sighs> um, but I've had this cross tweeter, this cross poster thing. Well, that oh, yeah. does not exist anymore. Look, what? look what came up on my screen today. Um, hold on. I got to, I got to open they this. They don't do up. the cross post anymore? Um, the, well, the, whoever made the app. Check this out. It says, so long and thanks for all the fish. After five years of service, the Mastodon Twitter cross poster hosted here has shut down forever. Oh, my God. Your credentials were removed. But we also recommend that you go to Twitter, connected apps, and to the connected apps in your Mastodon instance and remove the cross poster from there. And it said after today. Twitter made them. uh, Or maybe they, you know, Mastodon just said, you know what? Screw it. We don't want to be associated with Twitter. Well, a lot of people on Mastodon are pissed off that people do that. I stopped doing it right away, like after two weeks. Oh, really? I I got rid of my cross poster because nobody complained to me personally. But uh, I noticed that people were going out to the universe. Oh, really? Like, on Twitter, be on Twitter. We don't want to read a tweet. Oh. And a lot of people um, put retweet and they show like it's a retweet. When I tweet or post somebody's tweet, what I do is say, via Kyle Cheney, mm-hmm. and I copy and paste what he wrote. I don't say it's from Twitter. Right. I just say it's from him, because otherwise people get really pissed off. Oh, okay. Well, I hadn't had that. But again, I haven't been interacting that much with Mastodon, because I get frustrated with it, because it's I'm not I'm going to teach you. Simple. I'm going to help you. Yeah. Give me some time one day on a weekend, Okay. and I will try to get you through as All right. I felt that way, too, in the beginning. I'd say it took me about two weeks to get really into a rhythm. Mm-hmm. And there are some things that take maybe an extra step or two steps, but it's so worth it to me not to have to be aiding and abetting muskrat. Right. So, Well, um, uh, okay, I got it. We'll, we'll try it. So no more. I can't, I can't cross-post anymore. So I, I will have to make the effort to, yes. um, uh, to, to post uh, specifically on twitter anyway before we get into no, your two mastodon. i mean on mastodon i yeah confused <laughs> i put it's a little kind of spike in my smoothie um not really but it's wishful thinking <laughs> anyway um so uh, before we go anywhere i gotta share this breaking news with you um okay oh, hold on uh, marcy wheeler just messaged me did we yeah. decide on tomorrow 10 is actually yay okay mm. hold on good 10 so, so what what we do because Marcy Wheeler, who's going to be on with me tomorrow, is um she's in Ireland, so it's easier for her if we tape it earlier here, sure. so it's not so late there. Last time we did it was nine a.m. Eastern, which is kind of early for me. And she's just said ten is actually better for me tomorrow. Ten, it is. Oh, uh, this is producing while we're on the air, so I'm 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 multitasking. And the best yeah. way, I'll send a link tonight. Okay. Um, so anyway, I found a breaking story that I don't think you have yet. And I found it via a tweet from yeah. Rebecca Jones. Remember Rebecca Jones? Yes. She's yes, the Florida data person who, she was on with me a couple of weeks ago. I really like uh-huh. her. She's been smeared up and down by the right-wingers, by DeSantis and his yes. goons. So uh, I, I have more 
respect for her for fighting back because they're, what they've done to her is really horrible. Anyway, she tweeted out something about Mark Caputo. And she said, oh, oh this must have been the last straw. And I'm like, what? And so I, I followed back. Now, a few days ago, David, my husband, sent me a story from the Daily Beast. And the mm-hmm. headline reads, NBC reporter relishes evicting tenant in bleak Instagram posts. He is a what? Uh, I'm just going to read the, the, the story's not long and I'm just going to read it to you because yeah. what they say is sure. better than anything. I could paraphrase it. Um, sure. A senior national political reporter at NBC News decided for some reason to share his delight at evicting a tenant in a series of mocking Instagram stories on Tuesday, according to a report. Mark Caputo uploaded screen recordings of texts sent between himself, a property manager, and the tenant occupying a house owned by Caputo in Key West. The messages chronicle the tenant pleading for more time as Caputo refuses, referring to the tenant as a, quote, junkie, and telling the property manager he hopes the tenant, quote, enjoys the sex in prison. Oh, my God. In one post showing a screenshot of a message from a producer asking him to do a live TV broadcast, Caputo allegedly wrote, quote, of course, TV wants me on in the 2 p.m. hour. A live eviction would make for good TV. When the property manager texts Caputo saying the tenant, quote, doesn't have anywhere to go and nobody has any love for him, Caputo allegedly replied, quote, he will have a gun to his head in almost a literal (gasps) sense because law enforcement will be there. Oh, God. NBC News declined to comment about the posts, while Caputo said his actions were, quote, born out of deep frustration that I transmuted into mockery of a terrible situation. Okay, so that's the story, right? Well, Mm -hmm. today... Uh, now I got to find the other thing. Basically, um, uh, now I got to go back to Twitter. Come on, Twitter, where are you? Um, so, so today we find out that um, uh, Mark Caputo has been fired. So I go to his Twitter stream. He writes, I'm leaving NBC News and looking forward to the next chapter of my reporting. I'll keep y'all posted. I'll really miss some wonderful colleagues and the scoops I scooped with them, this being the last under the Peacock banner. And he retweeted a story that he had for NBC. And um, I, of course, I had to I had to comment and I wrote, they fired you for being a fucked up landlord. Good. I don't know why they hired you in the first place. You're a hack. Oh, maybe I just answered my own question. Um <laughs> So, and when you go, when you look a little further, I know, I just, I can't help myself. You're horrible. Um, I'm horrible. And then Rebecca Jones again tweeted, uh, uh, at FLA underscore P-O-L is reporting that disgraced former Politico Florida blogger Mark Caputo, who infamously doctored government documents and planted fabricated stories benefiting Matt Gates and Ron DeSantis, has been, in all caps, fired from NBC justice thank you all so much for putting on the pr- the pressure so read that again what did he do um he, he, here, here is here is rebecca jones tweet i'll put it up on the screen she said at fla underscore pol is right. reporting that disgraced former at politico fl i guess that's his old 
handle, blogger Mark A. Caputo, who infamously doctored government documents and planted fabricated stories benefiting Matt Gates and Ron DeSantis, has been fired from NBC. Justice, thank you all for putting on the pressure. That's what Rebecca Jones tweeted. Oh, my God. I didn't know he did that, I didn't know either. I just knew that he has always rubbed me the wrong way he the, he the smarm he just there's something about him i never got that guy I, I when i heard that nbc hired him and it wasn't that long ago by the way he wasn't there very long he no, left politico he recent yeah. to go there and now he's out and good well who delights in in evicting a tenant well you know i i was telling you earlier um that I, and I wish I could remember the, the context of this, but somebody had posted some um, DMs between him and somebody else, or not DMs, but uh, texts. And he was being really, really vicious to that person. All kinds of swearing and viciousness and stuff. I don't remember who, what, the circumstance. I don't remember anything else about it. But I do remember reading the language and going, whoa. Who are you? Because um, we followed each other on Twitter and a long, 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 long time ago when we first started following each other, he was also following uh, my my late partner um, and co-editor, Patty. Oh, right. And so that's how I met him because she she, um, she introduced us online. And he was really nice. I mean, online. You know, he was very pleasant and I had nothing against him. And at that time, there was nothing controversial about him at all. That was years ago. Um, and then when I read the text that I'm referring to, that was maybe a couple months ago. I was stunned. I was like, wait, what? Who is this guy? This isn't the the person I've ever encountered, you know, even online. Right. So, um, and now you're telling me this. So he's always been, you know, look, I remember when he was just the Florida guy and then Politico, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, elevated him. And yeah, it's, you know, it's the, it's that, it's the, the, the thing of where failing upwards, like somebody who's really bad at their job and they keep getting promoted. The Peter principle. Yeah, I guess. That's the Peter principle. You keep getting hired past your level of, of, uh, of, I can't want to say capability, but that's not the right word. No, Um, just, you know, it's failing upward, failing upward. And I don't get it, but it happens a lot. Wow. That's, that's, um, (laughs) that's see, this is what I'm going to miss about Twitter. I just refreshed the page. And there's a tweet that comes up. For whatever reason, I'm seeing all these right-wingers' tweets now. Thank you, Elmo. Nikki Haley just tweeted, or I guess she tweeted it yesterday. Nikki Haley. Mm -hmm. Nikki Haley. CRT is (laughs) un-American. Really? Okay. What? Way to go, Nikki. How profound can you be? God. (laughs) You know, really. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then, you know what? People who are not online, they wouldn't even know what that means. Right. Like you held that up as a, as a big banner on a freeway, people would drive by and go, "What is that even? What's CRT? What? What is that?" Because mean? it's nothing. Oh my God! And here in Florida, you are aware of what DeSantis his latest. I mean, it's something every day. His latest. You hear about this AP course in African American studies? Do you not know about this? I don't think. Oh. I don't wait. Tell me, and I'll tell you. Oh my God! I remember, for about a month, I was I was. You in were in out Canada. Of the news. <laughs> you yeah, were well, in Canada. It's not just Canada, but when we drive home, it takes us five days, and um, the the reception goes in and out. So I can't even. Oh. 
all of the news. So tell me what this is. Well, see if I you know, know what? I wish I had brought the newspaper in here today. There is a, a pilot program. It's an AP, Advanced Placement High School curriculum, that is now being tested in somewhere around 60 um, oh. cities, yeah, uh, school systems, school districts around the country. And it's an mm-hmm. AP um, program in African-American studies. And DeSantis, a couple of weeks ago, said, oh, no, we're not doing this here. Um, we're not doing this here. If you want, um, you know, this, this, there's no educational value in an AP African-American studies curriculum. So um, there's a story today, uh, you know, so he stopped it. And apparently kids who are taking this course, because today this was the pilot program, the updated curriculum is supposed to be released, I think tomorrow. Oh, thank you. The first day of, um, of, uh, uh, of uh, Black History Month. Thank you very much. And... Here, from the front page of today's Miami Herald, on the bottom, below the fold. uh, Shocking. Dade students react to DeSantis's AP African American Studies ban. Let me just read a little bit of this for you because it's astounding. I guess DeSantis thinks he can win without without any uh, black votes. Um, Last fall, Jaden Walter opted to take a new advanced placement African-American studies course during his last year of high school because he wanted to learn more about African-American history. The senior wanted to understand more about where we came from, he told the Miami Herald. In five months of the pilot course, he said he'd learned more about slavery and African-American culture than he had in any other history class. He learned about other countries' perceptions of black people, particularly those in the Caribbean, and how many things Americans enjoy today, such as music and food, have roots in slavery, he said. And as a 17-year-old African-American student at Robert Morgan Educational Center in southwest Miami-Dade County, Jaden said he felt more involved in his own history and more in tune with the influence and contributions African-American people had on this country. So, when he was informed halfway through the academic year that his sixth period class would be canceled, he was shocked and upset, not just because his education was disrupted, but because he was losing access to information he wanted to have, and he wasn't alone. About two dozen students had also enrolled in the pilot course at the A-rated school ahead of the 2022-23 school year. Despite the inability to earn college credit or enhance their GPA by taking such a rigorous course, I guess because it's a pilot program, this is the first year they're offering it and they're still fine-tuning the curriculum, that it it wasn't giving you the extra credit that any other AP course would. Um, And then here's the rub. Earlier this month, Governor Ron DeSantis and the Florida Department of Education rejected the AP course. Initially, neither the governor nor the department offered a reason for the decision, stating only that it, quote, lacks educational value. Oh, my God. Days later, however, the department cited concerns with topics and lesson plans about black queer studies the Black Lives Matter movement, black feminist literary, literary thought, God forbid, the reparations movement and the black struggle in the 21st century, and other readings by black scholars, activists, and writers. As a result, 
Jaden's class, one of 60 nationally chosen to participate in the first year of a two-year pilot program overseen by the College Board, was canceled earlier this month. The students were told the course would transition to an African-American history honors course. The College Board, working with college professors and longtime AP teachers in high schools, develops rigorous AP courses for high school students so they can achieve college credits while still in school. To qualify for college credit, students have to pass an AP exam for that course administered at the end of the academic year. According to, and and it goes on from there. But basically, these kids, in midstream, he cancels the course and, and says there's no... Um, there's no um, educational value in this course in African-American studies. Uh, here's, here's that idiot a couple of days ago defending his decision to block. Listen, listen to the smarminess of this guy. Governor, on the AP African-American studies course that was rejected by the state, been a lot of criticism of that move, uh, people saying, you know, this is exactly what we were fearing with the individual freedom bill. I don't know if you or the commissioner could maybe expand a little bit more about what was in that course. I think so, um, and as you know, uh, in the state of Florida, our education standards not only don't prevent, but they require teaching black history, all the important things that's part of our curriculum. All the important things. This was a separate course on top of that for advanced placement credit. And the issue is we have guidelines and standards in Florida. Uh, we want education, not indoctrination. Oh, if you fuck fall on the you. side of indoctrination, <laughs> oh. we're going to decline. If it's education, then we will do. Oh, he says, oh, my course. God. So when I heard it, we didn't meet the standards. I figured, yeah, they may be doing this here. It's way more than that. This course on black history, what are one of, what's one of the lessons about? Queer theory. Oh, my God. Now, who would say that an important part of black history is Queer theory. Black that is queer somebody pushing theory. an agenda on our kids. Oh, it's and an so agenda. When you look to see they have stuff about intersectionality, oh, abolishing no. prisons. That's intersectionality. A and so we're on, that's the wrong side of the line for Florida standards. We believe in teaching kids uh, facts and how to think, but we don't believe they should have an agenda imposed on them. When you try to use black history to shoehorn in queer theory, uh, you are clearly trying to use that uh, for political purposes. Uh, hey, Ron DeSantis, I think I think we have a song for him. I think I we're projecting. I need you to shut the fuck up because nobody asked you, bitch. I need you to shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, DeSantis, you piece of shit. Oh, my God. Um, And I could go on. Do you know who one of the advisors is on this AP course that's a national thing? Henry Louis Gates. Right? So he's... He's the boogeyman right he's now. He's the huh? boogeyman, and he's pushing queer theory. Because God forbid you learn about that there are queer blacks too. Um, I, 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 and the, the the article goes on. Um, I'm going to see if I can uh, pull it and then post the rest of it online. It's despicable. He is despicable. And this comes well, then, on the heels of the, the his latest thing is you know when you're in the classroom especially like in elementary school and each class has its own little classroom library so kids can pull out a book during rest time or whatever and read. Well, all Florida schools have been ordered to cover up those in-class libraries until every book that is in every classroom library 
has been vetted by the administration oh or the God. authorities but, but small and government. cleared. Right, but they're for small government. They're for freedom. Freedom in Florida, except we don't want your kids reading a book unless we say that it's okay for them. Maybe Never mind. I read you the, the DeSantis thing I have now instead of keeping it. Okay. Well, let me just say yeah, one last gonna... thing. Never mind oh, the yeah. teachers who run who who you know rule the classroom have degrees they're trained professionals they know what books are age appropriate and appropriate for these kids to read but no you're going to let some administrator and parents decide what should be available for their kids to see in the classroom are the teachers unionized there they are well they should walk out they should i i need to you know what i need to get randy weingarten back on the show Yes, you should. I should. Okay, so you have a, you have a DeSantis story? Yeah, in my little list of things that I read you, um, which I don't know what to call it anymore because it's <laughs> tweets and toots and toots, all tweets, kinds of things. Toots, toots. Um, but let's find the one on DeSantis. Here it is. This is from a guy, just a random guy on Mastodon, but he seems to have a lot to say. He says, I'm not, his name is John Scott Railton. I'm not a political strategist or a political scientist. I'd love to be wrong about a DeSantis primary win. I'd also love to see Trump churlishly try to withhold his base from DeSantis. But DeSantis has absolutely cracked the code of national media ubiquity, and I'm worried. Yes, DeSantis plays culture war games, but what spooks me is hearing moderates fatigued by the pandemic echoing talking points about how he kept Florida, quote, open for business they learned about him from the stunts but he hooked them with uh with that other performance i draw a little solace from DeSantis's abysmal charisma he's perfect he's perfected the stunt politics of cruelty while simultaneously pitching himself as a trains run on time guy it's a potent toxic brand for a big market hearing democrats talk about DeSantis, i'm reminded of the magical thinking of the 2015 2016 uh, well, this is his language is wrong here about Trump. Um, it, it, it was always, quote, this fresh outrage will be the one that tanks him for sure. And it never did. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He, so he, he pretty much nailed that one. Yes. You know, the, uh, the reason I keep harping on DeSantis is because it's an endless stream of shit emanating yeah. from this man and every day it's like each day it's worse than the than the day before and the thing is you know what i hope he keeps it up you keep saying that there's no educational value in an advanced placement uh, curriculum in african-american studies you fucking racist bigoted piece of shit and it's indoctrination god forbid yes. if you teach them about you know honesty but if you you know if you inject them with Christian, white Christian nationalism, that's not indoctrination. Did he hear what he's doing to the new college in Sarasota? The new college, no. liberal arts college, part of the Florida State University system, has been a, 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 a haven for an LGBTQ plus uh, um, student body. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, I think I wrote about this. And yeah. he is now has appointed right-wing Christian nationalists, yes. basically, to the board of directors, and they right. are looking to oust the president. This was yep. also in the paper today. Um, and totally restructured the school in the form of Hillsdale College, which is a white nationalist Christian-type uh, right. 
education center. I don't even know what to call it because it's not a it's not a, a an institution of higher learning. It's just despicable what this man is doing to this state. And that and you have the corporate media still fawning over him like he's a legitimate alternative to Donald Trump. There's no alternative there. No, he's a fascist. No. And when I tell people I'm moving and they ask why, I say, because the governor is a fascist. Yeah, that's why I say I'm moving. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if. Uh, no, I, I, I thought I, had I one think more thing I think I him, found my I little my little toot production, maybe. Oh. Sweet toot. Sweet. I can't hear it. You can't hear it at all? Yum, yum, num, num, food. You couldn't hear that either? All right, there's something screwed up. We need to, next time we need to test the audio because you should have been able to hear whatever I play. Yeah, but we couldn't test today because there were things getting in the way. So uh, next right. time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I'll read you. Um, imagine that you just played that and toot, I could hear toot, it. Okay. Boop, boop. <laughs> toot, toot. Fart. Um, so the headline, which yeah. you're well aware of, Representative George Santos, oh God, whatever his name is, told the House GOP conference on Tuesday behind closed doors, he wants off of his two committees until his issues are resolved. He, well, when his issues get resolved, he'll be in jail, so he'll be off the committees. He <laughs> wants off of his committees. He wants off of them. He said, "Okay, that's what he. That's the quote, right?" Um, Wonkett's headline was. <laughs> George Santos agrees to take paycheck for no work. (laughs) Now, I don't know if you heard this or not. You know, Friday, last Friday, was Holocaust Remembrance Day. It was the anniversary. I actually had a Holocaust survivor on the show. If you haven't heard Friday's show, you really should listen and share it. Because Leon um, um, Chagrin lived through it. He was at Auschwitz when the Soviets liberated the camp. He weighed wow. 80 pounds. He was 18 years oh, old. Oh. Um, his story is just heartbreaking, but he's a survivor and he lived. So went through that. And then I found out who got up on the floor of the house to deliver a speech on Holocaust Remembrance Day. The man who calls himself George Santos, the man oh who God. claims that he had relatives die in the Holocaust. That guy. You know, he also said his mother died in the Twin Towers at 9-11, and she died a few years ago in Brazil, but who's counting? Anyway, George Santos got up and made a floor speech. Let this day serve oh, as a you reminder hear that it. we must honor the victims and survivors. We must also pay tribute to the liberators who rescued millions of people who nearly fell victim to the Holocaust. What? In fact, I would like to take a moment to acknowledge the grandmother of one of my D.C. staffers who is a 93-year-old survivor of Auschwitz and is also Auschwitz? one of the few survivors Auschwitz. of her family who was tragically lost at the hands of Nazi murders. Anti-Semitism is a plague in this nation, and it is undoubtedly up to us to ensure this kind of tragedy is never to be seen again. This is a tribute to aging survivors and the Jewish community. We must guarantee access to the services they need to live long and dignified lives. This day and every day, we, gre- we give credence to the dark side of humanity, but strive, to, but strive for a better, brighter future. He's just pathetic. I mean, he can't even read a statement that should be 45 seconds, 
and, and how dare he? Who wants to hear anything this guy says? So, oh, he asked to be taken off the committees. Bullshit. He was told, you're bullshit. not going to be on these committees. You just sit there and was. shut up. Of course he was. Of course, everything he says is a lie. So, um, is, in fact, when I tooted the story, I said, of course, we can't believe him. Yeah. You know, because everything no. he says is a lie. Right. Okay, so Josh Marshall said, um, from, what should I call it? I forgot the name of his Talking story, Points Marshall. Memo. Talking points memo, thank you. Uh, unsurprisingly, Santos's top staffer was at the center of the Hunter Biden laptop <laughs> origin story. Of course he was. Of course right? he was. Yes. So empty wheel, empty wheel, Marcy Wheeler hmm. says, we're going to learn that McCarthy made Santos drop off his committee so as to sustain OGR's ability to investigate the Hunter Biden laptop, aren't we? In other words... OGR. There you, there you, I don't know what OGR is. Office um, of General. I don't know. Office of. Yeah, I don't know. But but basically that he he was pulled off so that it would clear the way for the Hunter's uh, laptop oh. bullshit story, uh, which was an interesting take. Wiley Miller, my my buddy, who's the creator of the non sequitur comic strip. Yeah. We email regularly, and he's always commenting on all the stories. He said, yet another example, this is of Santos, yet another example of Republican representat- representation in Congress. Just stay in office for the next two years doing literally nothing other than casting a vote with a majority and keep getting paid. And it gives him a lot better chance to keep in hiding from the media. Perhaps the DOJ should have someone posted at National and Dulles airports to keep an eye out for, uh, an eye out for Santos under yet another name, booking a one-way ticket back to brazil Mm. where there's no extradition treaty uh yeah okay i'm all for that send him back with bolsonaro who's still in florida yes and he's applying for a six-month visa oh god um yeah uh and, and that'll take another few months so he'd be here nine months Gratis. Um, Harry Lippman said, you can be pretty sure that McCarthy forced Santos to step down from committees, not based on what we already know, but on what he knows we're going to find out. Right. Well, yeah, there's that. But then, you know, all you have to do is look at old Marge, who's now sitting on oversight, on oh, yeah. judiciary, on um, the, 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 um, the, the Homeland Security Subcommittee. I think on, um, I, I mean, uh, uh, on things she said were a hoax, she's now investigating. Great. And she'll have access to um, top secret documents. So this is like our nightmare, you know, other than it, it would just be glad that we have the Senate. But I mean, still, with, ugh, I, I don't want to. I know. I know. Okay, I sent you a clip. Do you have the clip? By any yeah, case? I do. So um, okay, um, I'll, I'll read you just okay. the little bit that I have and then. Um, what the what the quote was is that McCarthy wishes that Santos had more power than Biden. He said the quiet part out loud. Yeah, let's see what this, he said. This is this is really, you know, McCarthy. Uh, I don't know what he's hoping to accomplish here, but all right. So um, McCarthy is being interviewed by Mark Levin, and if you've right. never heard Mark Levin. Um, your ears will thank you, but uh, now I have to apologize for the noise that's going to come through your speakers. But here's the clip. Here. Mr. Speaker, first, a very quick question. Who has more power, Joe Biden or George Santos? <laughs> <laughs> well, right now, I think it is the president, Joe Biden, unfortunately. 
<laughs> right now, I think it is the president, Joe. But unfortunately, he's it's unfortunate that Joe Biden has more power, more power than this than grifter, Santos. this con man, Santos, who doesn't wouldn't know the truth if it bit him on the ass. But I guess what's the difference between that and Donald Trump? Not very much. No. Yeah. One of them's older. One of them's older. <laughs> One of them's had more practice lying. Right. Ugh, God. Um, here's a story totally unrelated to all of this. This is from the New York Times and everywhere else. Okay. Um, Manhattan prosecutors will begin pres- uh, presenting Trump case to grand jury. They did. The Manhattan DA, uh, DA's decision represents a dramatic escalation of the inquiry and sets the case on a path forward. I'm sorry, a path toward criminal charges against the former president. The grand jury was recently impaneled and witness testimony will begin soon. A clear signal that the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, is nearing a decision about whether to charge Trump. A conviction is not a sure thing, in part because a case could hinge on showing that Trump and his company falsified records to hide payout from voters days before the 2016 election, low-level felony charge that would be based on largely untested legal theory. The case would also rely on the testimony of Michael Cohen, Trump's former fixer, who made the payment and who himself pleaded guilty to federal charges related to the hush money in 2018. Still, the developments compound Trump's mounting legal woes. Yeah. Um, so we never know. I mean, if, if nothing else, it's going to make him a little uncomfortable. Oh, without a doubt. And so this is now now Stormy Daniels is back. E. Yep. Jean Carroll is still going strong. Oh, Fanny yeah. Willis in Georgia, we're going to hear from any minute now. A uh-huh. minute could be a day or a week, but any time right. now. She said imminent. The word was imminent. She said imminent, and that's why she asked that the findings, the report from the grand jury, not be released yet because she said it would impact on future dependents. Defendants, not dependents. Future defendants. Got to get it together. But you, you know who that could mean, right? Yeah, could very well mean. But also his cohort. So it's going to mm-hmm. be Trump's guys, all his little minions, and or Trump. That's right. Um, some like I, I think it was Matto. I can't remember who said this um, yesterday or whenever it was. Uh, but they said um, everyone's waiting. All these lawyers, all these uh, district attorneys, and whoever, they're all waiting for the other guy to uh, to go after Trump. They're all saying, "Well, you know, what I have isn't that important." But here they've got something that he should they, they'll go after him. Well, no, somebody needs to just go after him. And then somebody else needs to go after him. And then somebody else needs to go after him. It's not that you do it. This one's been around too long. Everyone's lost interest. Uh, it's that he's done all of these things. Right. All of them. He's, cre- I, he's committed so many crimes we can't even count. It's like the number of lies. 30,000 lies in his, in his years in office. He, he has committed so many crimes over the past 30 or 40 years it's unbelievable and no one's going after him go after i mean they are they're going after him they're investigating but somebody's got to prosecute right somebody's got to say the grand jury's handed me this yeah let's do it yeah right but you know and and then there are the republicans in office who are just sitting back not saying anything hoping mm-hmm. and we've heard this now they're, they have no strategy to deal with him. They're hoping he will die. Right. They're hoping right. he will die. That's their yeah. strategy. Think, well, he's 74. He's obviously right. not, you know, he eats uh, McDonald's every day. He uh, <laughs> drinks 20 Diet Cokes. He's going to die. They're hoping he dies. That's yeah. their strategy. Mm-hmm. 
and then we'd be stuck with DeSantis. Oh, I hope not. Um, here's something that just, you know, there. It, this isn't a real important story, but it just got under my skin. The Daily Beast reported, CNN announced that it will air HBO host Bill Maher's host overtime segments late on Friday oh, nights God. beginning this week. Yeah, no, The move <laughs> comes after CNN ch- uh, chief Chris Licht reportedly kicked around the idea of hiring a news entertainment personality to fill a primetime slot left vacant after the 2021 firing anchor of Chris Cuomo. They were, they were looking at Jon Stewart. They were looking at a bunch of people. Licht said that he is, and they were looking at Arsenio Hall, of all people. Oh, Licht said that he's, <laughs> yes, yes. Licht said that he is not looking to add a quote topical comedy show to prime time oh, that no. we indicated he no he's still speaking to comedians to potentially be part of the network while Licht has placed his stamp on CNN's programming since taking charge last year the viewership viewership has continued to plunge in fact the network recently suffered its worst ratings week in 9 years so they're looking to Arsenio Hall and Bill Maher <laughs> Bill Maher oh, do it. who has gone the ro- the route of Glenn Greenwald and Matt Taibbi good riddance i haven't watched and we used to be i used to be a big Bill Maher fan we've seen him, seen him live we've yeah. seen him a couple of times now i you know i i will not go near the tv on Friday nights, if he's on, it's like no, oh, I'm not right. watching that. Sh- I haven't watched him in at all this season. David tried to give him a chance a little more. He's well, let me see who his guests are, and then even he finally said, "I can't do this anymore." And so <laughs> that's who that's who Chris Licht is bringing. And now Overtime, which I've never watched. Sorry, I never went from HBO to YouTube to watch no, Overtime. But right. so are they going to tell the guests now? You can't say fuck. Because it's going to be over the air on CNN. I said that, uh, you know, like they were going after Jon Stewart. I said Jon Stewart, they would never meet his demands. I forget that that it's Jon Stewart, and I doubt he'd ever want to do this. No. But he would would want free reign. He'd want to be able to say whatever the fuck he wanted to say, like we do. Yep. And there's no way he'd be constrained by CNN and licked. Um, By the way, I want to say... um, I want to say hi to Joy Williams. Oh, okay. There you did. All right. You just did. Okay. All right. Joy is in the chat today. Joy's been sick. Joy's uh, had some health problems. So she's, she hasn't been around in a while and now she's, Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, I hope that she feels better quick, quick, quick. And hi, Joy. Feel better, sweetie. There you go. She asked, will, will Laffy say hi to me? And I, and I wrote in the chat, no, because she doesn't, (laughs) she doesn't chat on YouTube. I don't know, but Shalel just, just uh, gave me the message. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Shalel. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, anyway, oh, I have more. Wait, I, I got more? dropped my uh, more. I dropped my thing here. Okay. Um, you want to talk CNN. about you want to talk about um, uh, Kevin McCarthy wielding his power as Speaker, the Almighty Speaker. To he kicked he kicked um, um, uh, Adam Schiff. Yes, and yes. Um, um, who off the uh, oh, and, and Eric Swalwell. Off Eric of the, Swalwell. Well, Eric, Eric Swalwell. He's for Omar. Right. Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff off the Intelligence Committee, where they both yes. served with distinction, I might add, for a long time, yes. under yes. false accusations, but that's what they do. He, right. because it's a select committee, the speaker is able to do that unilaterally. But now yes. he also wants to kick Ilhan Omar off of the Foreign Affairs Committee, because he says she's anti-Semitic. Do you know that the district she represents in Minnesota 
same district that Keith Ellison used to represent before her. Mm-hmm. Um, she um, re- she represents a big uh, Jewish community as well. They don't yeah. have a problem with her. And the thing is, so he this it, because it's not a select committee. This has to go up for a vote of membership. And again, he's only got like a four vote buffer. And there were a number of Republicans who said they wouldn't vote to remove her, that that's not the way to go. In fact, Laffey, I've got a clip from Republican Representative Victoria Sparts. Is it Sparts? Of Indiana. This is from uh, just a few days ago, and here's what she oh, said. Yeah. Here's what she said. She's not she she's not going along with this. If Kevin McCarthy has some concerns, we have an ethics committee. You know, he needs to make his accusations, and these people, you know, have to make their case. I'm not defending them. I'm not my opinions with them on a lot of issues are night and day. I want to defend the due process of this due institution process. because we're becoming like a theater full of actors yeah. and a circus, and this something acceptable we have to govern for the people and it's not happening here you have to govern for the people she's so so she's standing up for what's right she said that on tv she did that's how i pulled the clip so i saw it yeah right out there on tv yeah and the whole world heard her say it right Right? well guess what happened today she said never mind that's right she did emily latella never Never mind mind. i take it back i'm a yes i'm gonna vote her out you know, so they now do. they pulled her strings, and mm-hmm. so she'll get with the, the, the plan? Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, CNN's reporting that the top election official in Arizona, who's a Democrat, has asked the state attorney, or wait, is he a Democrat, or was it the Democrat Who? or the state attorney general? Demo- I don't have a name. I'm sorry. Oh. oh, yes, I do. I have it coming up. Hold on. I'm sorry. The top election official in Arizona has asked the state's attorney general to investigate Republican Carrie Lake, oh. who lost who lost her twenty twenty two gubernatorial <laughs> for potentially violating state law by publishing voter signatures on her Twitter account. Mm. The request by Arizona Secre- Secretary of State Adrian Fontes. That's the new one, uh, the Democrat who just a won. Democrat elected yes. to the office mm-hmm. last November comes after Lake posted a tweet on January 23rd that made an unbounded claim that 40,000 ballots didn't match voter signatures that the state had on record. Lake posted a graphic that showed 16 voter signatures alleging that they didn't match with that, I'm sorry, with what Arizona has on file. Fontes, is how you say it, Fontes? Yeah. Fontes yeah. uh, cites a state law that prohibits reproducing voter signatures other than the voter or a legal legally authorized person. Fontes's letter states that the violation of that law is a felony. Mm-hmm. So let's take her and lock her up. Let's do that. Uh, that sure. Life, right? Why not? That's the American way, isn't it? Or it not? It certainly is. Oh, before we, uh, because it's getting late, I want to make sure you have time to do the visual here. Lindy Lee, a political commentary on uh, commentator on uh, both Twitter and Mastodon, she said Republicans, you'll particularly hate this one because yeah. I do. Okay. Republicans are making Jamie Raskin <sighs> remove the cap he's wearing as he undergoes chemo for cancer. Meanwhile, 
They removed the metal detectors on the House floor and are fine with Lauren Boebert being armed and bragging about bringing a Glock to Congress. Says it all, doesn't it? It does. And I know I was going to bring up this picture, this photograph of Jamie Raskin wearing like a bandana because he's going through chemo yeah. and he's losing his hair. And I, right. now I lost it. I must have navigated well, away and from the page. you tweet or something, didn't you? Yeah, I did. But now I can't find it. <laughs> anyway, the, the goddamn nerve. The, the, and, and meanwhile, they have Comer. Is that his name, Comer? Yeah. Um, who tweeted out this heart, or I guess it was a TV clip, a heartfelt, um, oh, we're so sorry that... Um, oh, that he's going, going through. This. Amy Raskin and Raskin said that's very nice of you. Thank you so much for the you know the good the kind words. And then they say no, you can't wear your your bandana. That's disgusting. They were saying that that you know when they made an exception for Ilan Omar because she you know she wears a head covering because she's a Muslim right. woman. And um, uh, and and listen to this, Heather Cagle. As I open this of uh, Punchbowl News tweeted. Rep. Jamie Raskin gets a standing ovation in Democratic caucus after saying he will push back on Republican efforts to make him take off the cap he's been wearing as he undergoes chemotherapy. Raskin said to Dem Cheers, quote, and I will make them take off their toupees. Goddamn right. Touche. That is so good. good. He is so good. He really is. good. Yeah, he really is. I love that guy. Well, now he's got um, a, a, a asking, <laughs> wait, Johnny, wait, wait, I got to show you this picture because somebody retweet or somebody responded. Maybe Rand Paul will volunteer to show us just how horrific that would be for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a picture of Rand Paul with his hair and those little curlers that you see in the, oh, in the beauty the salon. Curlers. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. That I like. Yeah. Joni was asking in, in chat, Joni Jensen, uh, was that? Rep from Indiana who did the never mind the same one who was voting present during the speaker election kind of looked like her. She's blonde. Um, do you oh, know if it's the same one? No, I I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't Here, either. Here's I'm another sorry. one. Rand Rug reportedly in Russia, and they put a ball, a bald Rand Paul <laughs> with his hair on Vladimir Putin's head. Look at that picture of Rand Paul. <laughs> My God, that age him. Oh God, I love it. Uh, so good. Oh God! Little things, what, what little things make me people. happy. It just kills me that such horrible people are have won elections. Well, it's rigged because of gerrymandering and stuff. But, mm-hmm. but still, the the people would vote for them, and that they're holding office and they're trying to make our laws and they're they're uh, obstructing the ones that we do need, the laws we do need, mm-hmm. and the help that goes to people and the aid that helps people, and instead. They're going to play with uh, their little their little committee hearings and be loud and yep. not wear ties and roll up their sleeves and yell. Yeah. No, I hear you. All right. I'm just I'm I'm scrolling through Jamie Raskin's Twitter feed, and there's actually uh-huh. a video of him with his. I guess they're calling it a cap. He's wearing a bandana on his head. Um, let me see if I can't pull this up so uh, so we can see. I, I I love Jamie Raskin. So check I do too. Here, check this out. So um, here he is. What I guess we can hear what he's saying if I unmute this. And I'm coming oh, to you from yeah. my favorite time of the week, which is Local Hero, where we get to recognize the people that make life in the Eighth District um, so wonderful and better and better all the time. Uh, I should tell you that the reason that my head is covered is because I am um, I've just finished the second of six chemotherapy sessions and my mm. uh, wounded male 
Vanity would not allow me to go in public without this bandana on. So, because because oh, his I hair, have... because his hair is so beautiful. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> I love Jamie Raskin. I'm not his hair is is tragic. So that's what it's really <laughs> funny that the, that the male vanity has him covering it up because that hair is not visible anymore. Oh, you know, I, but, but I love that he goes on TV during uh, this. You know, he's going through hell. I know, as you well know, you and he well went know. through hell. Um, you know, he remember With a son he he and, oh. sprang into action during the impeachment and after yes, January sixth yes. and everything when his son had just died from suicide. So yes. this is a man who deserves our respect and admiration, not ridicule. And the fact that the Republicans are giving him a hard time because he's got something on his head. It's just it's typical. Just just typical. Despicable. It's despicable and typical. Uh, these people unbelievable yeah anyway i will be around until uh mid-march just so you know okay good we're, we're, we're going back um i think it's march 16th and we'll be gone until the end of april and so, then in that time is when we're moving too because oh. our plan is still to leave on april 15th now if you saw this place you'd go what have you been doing all i've been doing is playing <laughs> Art. I, I've been doing some stuff. I took some pictures. I posted some stuff. I may actually do this kind of a flea markety thing this weekend, trying to get rid of some stuff. But we're still planning on leaving here around April fifteenth. So we'll be traveling together. Yeah, we'll, we'll be as uh, as one. We'll be traveling as one. <sighs> the two broads on the show. <laughs> all right well all right that's what patty always used to call us the two old broads doing a blog no we're two old broads doing a podcast a podcast yeah yep oh, all right man. um oh that's interesting chet klug says cinema has to stop wearing wigs um oh Ooh. i don't know that she wears wigs she wears costumes on a daily basis but yeah you know. that's for sure yeah all right. With yeah. that, um, we're about done tomorrow. Marcy Wheeler Day. So get ready Woo-hoo! for an information download. Um, Bob White, Nicole, where are you leaving? Where are you going? Where have you been? Where have you been? I'm going Listen to Arizona. More. We're leaving Florida because the governor is a fascist. So, yes. yeah. Uh, so Nicole will either have to file her taxes early or ask for an extension. I'll probably file early because a file in Florida, there's no state income tax. In Arizona, they have state income tax. So just saying. Oh, yeah. Mm. All right. Um, Laffy, talk about the earthquakes on your trip back and forth from Canada. Spaco is <gasps> oh asking. Oh, my God. Yes, we went through a 6.4 when we were in Eureka on the way up. The That's a big one. Everyone... 6.4 is big. It woke us up at 2 in the morning. I was so out of it. And, and we're in an old Victorian inn. And, and did creaking. you say Eureka? No. No. Okay. Sorry. Just had to ask. <laughs> we don't go for the obvious in our family. <laughs> but um, there was no electricity, so we left at like five. We couldn't find any place open for breakfast because of it, the whole area was blacked out for hours wow. and hours and hours. I mean, well after we were gone, day. I mean, like, I don't even know if it was hours or days. Anyway, so, um, and the first time we stayed there at two in the morning, there, there, Alarm went off because the water pressure in the neighborhood dropped and there's an automatic alarm that goes off so that they don't have a problem if there's a fire and the sprinklers Mm. won't work. So they have an automatic alarm and we couldn't figure out what was going on. This time when we stayed there, coming back, because we went up and then we went back, um, nothing happened on the way home. Well, that's So we were good. 
that that was nice not to have a tragedy happen. And <laughs> you were gone. You were gone for most of the the heavy duty rains that that flooded all California. We wow. were gone for all of them. We um we were there in Canada for a gigantic snow, which was a total anomaly. Um, but it was beautiful, and it did not stop anybody from doing anything. But it was gorgeous and different than anything I've ever experienced in my life. Right. I loved it. How did, did it. Hammy like the snow? He, at first, for the whole day, he wouldn't pee. He was afraid to go. He wouldn't. He's a very cautious dog, so he he would look at it and he'd walk right by, and there were no visible bushes because there was so right. much snow. Finally, he found a little twig or something, <laughs> <laughs> and then he then he was fine with it after that. Well, but yeah, he's a very, a very um, kind of skittish. You know, they they have their personalities. J- J- Jackson is o- an OCD dog. Everything's got to be in his routine. If something breaks the routine, the order, the time, the place. He just, he can't deal with it. He just doesn't wow. understand. Like, wait a minute. I'm supposed to have dinner when you guys eat. You put my plate down oh. and I wait until you, but if we're going out and we feed him early, he doesn't understand. Or if, oh. you know, he gets something out of order. I mean, he's so, no, he, I'm going to give WTMI way too much information here, but <laughs> if David and I go in the bedroom to, you know, yes, make love, yes. Jackson gets a bone. So, and if we go in there and he's like, look, and does, and he doesn't get his bone. He's like, what the fuck? Where's my bone? This is not okay. Hamilton's habit now, now that we're traveling with him all the time, we get to a new hotel and he goes bonkers because we get into a room and he jumps up on the bed and he barks and he barks and then he digs on the bed. Dig, 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 dig. And then he barks and then he runs around and rolls and barks and then he's happy. But he has to go through this whole weird manic moment before he can settle down into a hotel room. Well, see, that's the other thing. We're talking about maybe taking a little weekend trip because Jackson, uh-huh. he... Oh, you got to test him. Yeah, We got to test him because he's never been in a hotel. He's never spent the night outside of this oh, house since we've then. adopted him. And, um, you know, every time we go in the car, he thinks he's going to the vet. Every dog I've ever had oh. before Jackson loved to go for a ride in the car. Jackson, mm-hmm. when I say, let's go for a ride in the car, he like looks at me and he goes the other oh. way because he thinks he's oh. going to the vet. So... Yes. You're gonna have to, yeah. You're gonna have to train him. Uh, Hammy is great everywhere in, in terms of traveling, except he barks at every noise. He's a watchdog. Every time we don't hear anything, but he barks his head uh, off, and so oh. we, you know, we're trying to train him off it, but it, it doesn't work all the time. So it's not easy at two in uh, two in the morning, one in the morning, three in the morning, five in the morning. You know, and he yeah. starts going to the door. Not easy. Yeah, well, Jackson, you know, he gets me up at five. When we set the clocks back or forward, whatever whatever we did last, yeah. he didn't get the memo. So <laughs> where we were waking up at six before, we're waking up at five now. Yeah, Still. yeah. Ah, David, yeah. <laughs> David's here. I you thought you were going to talk- save talking about our sex life until we announce our OnlyFans show. Oh, shit. Sorry, I blew <laughs> it. Figuratively speaking, he said, I thought you were going to save talking about our sex lives until we announce our OnlyFans show. Oh. (laughs) And I said, I blew it, figuratively speaking. Get it? (laughs) Wait, wait. I got to get, I got to do, oh, shit. You know, this is what I get for not having everything handy because I should have done this. Please um, fill up her email box with your, your love and your respect for all the work she does. What? 
We're, Thank you oh, so much. Oh, th- uh, there was a window still playing video. I was like, why am I hearing Jamie Raskin's voice? Oh, oh. I had a window open <laughs> that still had his. Uh, oh, my oh God. God. That was weird. It's like, where did that come from? Okay, it I came from there. Oh, oh, you know what? Oh, shit. Robert in Naples, I'm not taking your call only because you came up on the computer that Laffy's on and she wouldn't be able to hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? Maybe I can pull up the other computer and we can, uh, if you want to take a call from... I'll take a call and then I got to go. Hold on. Okay. Hold on one second. I got to open it on the other computer. Ah, now it's wanting my password. Never mind. Sorry, Robert. Okay. Uh, next time, um, I'll I'll, I'll yeah. open up uh, the phone on the other computer. I can't do it on this one. I would have I would have loved that. All right. Yeah. Well, next okay. time. Okay. Next time. All right. All right. So, um, next week or two weeks? Probably two weeks. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, talk. we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. All right. With that, uh, I got a laugh. Find her on the Mastodons at got a laugh at, at? mastodon.social. Right. Um, and I am on the, the, the Mastodons at M at Nicole Sandler at MSTDN. That's Mastodon with all the vowels removed dot social. Mm-hmm. Right. David's back again. That was the universe having Jamie Raskin comment on our sex life, <laughs> talking about the love and respect. Gotcha. Okay. I don't want Jamie Raskin commenting on our sex life. No, no, Just no, no, saying. no. I love Jamie Raskin and all, but not in that way. Not that way, right? Yeah. We're just friends. Just, just friends. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So find Laffy, as I was saying, on the Mastodons and at Laffy'sPlace.com, where she still ha- doesn't post there much yeah. occasionally. Yeah. Okay. I feel uh, like writing it right. All right. All right. So we're done. All right. All right. All right. Talk to you all later. Right. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Right. Uh, so, and, and I'm just going to leave everyone with the news because, you know, I record it every day, so I may as well make it so I can play it. Oh, and Joy is in the chat room, and she wants to see my new artwork, so you can see some of it behind me. And Joy, what I'll do is, while What's News is playing... I will show you on camera some of my mosaics because that's what I've been playing with lately. Okay, so I'll start the news and uh, well, I'll leave the, the, the video going so you could see the art I'll show. All right. Okay. See you tomorrow. Don't forget Marcy Wheeler. So get here early with a pen and paper or your computer so you could take notes. All right. Because there'll be a quiz after. Okay. All right. Bye. It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. I've been here telling you consistently that COVID is not over. But President Biden on Monday told Congress that when the coronavirus national and public health emergency declarations expire on May 11th, they will officially end. This coming three years after the former administration first declared the public emergency. Now, under emergency status, the government has been able to provide many Americans with COVID tests, treatments, and vaccines at no charge, as well as other enhanced social safety net benefits that help the nation cope with the pandemic. Now, once the emergency ends, many of us will face out-of-pocket costs for certain testing and treatment options. The change signaled that federal officials now believe that the COVID-19 pandemic has shifted into a more manageable less deadly phase. 
But keep in mind, the pandemic has killed more than 1.1 million Americans. And as for it being over... Well, 500 deaths are still blamed on the virus every day in the U.S. alone. That's about twice the daily toll of a bad flu season. But House Republicans were planning a vote proposing to halt the emergencies immediately. The White House responded by saying that abruptly ending the emergency declaration would, quote, create wide-ranging chaos and uncertainty throughout the health care system. A new study published Monday showed that COVID-19 has become the eighth most common cause of death among children in the U.S. And the World Health Organization has said the virus remains a global health emergency. Just saying, May 11th, huh? It's over because they say it's over. All righty then. Another day, another mass shooting in America. And this time we return to Florida, where officials in Lakeland, a town that lies between Tampa and Orlando, where at least 10 people were wounded in a drive-by shooting. Eight of the victims have non-life-threatening injuries, while two remain in critical condition. So obviously this hasn't made national headlines. Not enough death. But a mass shooting with 10 people shot? Just an everyday occurrence here in America. But the fifth anniversary of the horrific shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, is just two weeks away. So, of course, this is the perfect time for the Florida Republican Party to move forward with their plans to end the permitting requirements to carry a concealed weapon in the state. Really, with the backing of the fascist in Tallahassee, the Republican Speaker of the Florida House introduced legislation Monday. That would make Florida the 26th state without any training or permitting requirements needed to carry a concealed weapon. What could possibly go wrong? Yesterday, we learned that two more police officers were suspended from duty in Memphis after the beating murder of a 29-year-old black man, Tyree Nichols. But neither of these two were fired or charged with murder yet. Now comes news of the arrests of two EMTs and a lieutenant assigned to drive the Memphis Fire Department vehicle to the scene of Tyree Nichols' arrest. But that's about all we know. Two Shelby County Sheriff's deputies were also suspended, but neither officer was identified. Prosecutors have confirmed they're weighing additional charges against other people implicated in Tyree Nichols' death. Good. Keep the charges coming. The office of Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg apparently has resuscitated an old case that it stopped investigating when Alvin Bragg took over the office from his predecessor, Cyrus Vance. And the case is a familiar one. On Monday, Alvin Bragg began presenting evidence to a grand jury about the former guy's role in paying alleged hush money to porn star Stormy Daniels. Daniels has said that she had had sex with him back in 2006. Trump's then personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, paid Daniels $130,000 to keep quiet about it. Cohen pleaded guilty in 2018 to federal charges related to the arrangement. And Trump, of course, has denied ordering the payoff or sleeping with Daniels. But Bragg is reviving the case after delaying it to, I guess, focus on the potential crimes tied to the valuation of corporate assets by the Trump organization. But wait, there's more. Oh, yeah, the former guy is making a lot of news again, unfortunately. This time, lawyers for the former president on Monday filed a lawsuit against Washington Post journalist Bob Woodward and the publisher of his book, Rage, 
for releasing recordings of Woodward's phone interviews with Trump recorded in 2019 and 2020. The suit argues that the former president never agreed to allow the recordings to be made public, saying they were, quote, for the sole purpose of a book with no request to include the tapes in an audio book. All right. In case you didn't already know, there's a standoff in Washington, D.C., as the new Republican majority in the House is putting up roadblocks to the nation paying its bills. And now 24 Senate Republicans, that's nearly half of the conference, has signed a letter expressing, quote, outright opposition to any effort to raise the debt limit that is not linked to spending cuts. This group, led by Senators Mike Lee of Utah and Ted Budd of North Carolina, said any deal must include, quote, real structural spending reform that reduces deficit spending and brings fiscal sanity back to Washington. Huh? Well, the speaker, Kevin McCarthy, is meeting with President Biden on Wednesday to discuss the debt limit. Meanwhile, Ben Harris, the Treasury Department's Assistant Secretary for Economic Policy, warned that, quote, just the threat that the U.S. government might fail to meet its obligations may cause severe harm to the economy. They don't care. And finally, it seems that there are now a number of declared candidates running for Senator Dianne Feinstein's seat. But the oldest member of the U.S. Senate, Dianne Feinstein of California, told a reporter from Bloomberg on Monday that she would announce her decision on whether or not she'll run for reelection sometime in the spring. She said, quote, not in the winter. I don't announce in the winter. All righty then. I got and that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports, I invite you to listen to The Nicole Sandler Show. It airs weekdays, 5 Eastern to Pacific on the Progressive Voices Network. Or you can get it anytime as a podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, and at NicoleSandler.com. 